The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Babakama has been generously sponsored in our Dafyumi program by our good friend and patron and charter member of our Dafyumi class, Siyahu Ashar HaKohen and his dear wife, Rina, that Dazat Hashem, they will have continued Hatzlacha, Harvacha, Bechol, Maaseh, Yedehem, Biriut, Health, Happiness, Prosperity, and much Nachat from their children. May they enjoy many years of Shalom, Bayit, uh, Tranquility, and Peace of Mind. Amen, Amen. Today's daf is being studied in Nishmat Morat Zekanati Fabat Sarah in Nishmat Avram Ben Esther. Through Hashem, today we are going to enter. Amen. Today's daf is being studied in Fuach Shalom Hashem Ben Dina in the Refarado. Fata Nefesh, Fata Guf, Fata Kerbal Mavichen Yerasom and Amar Amen. We begin today's daf on Samech Zayin Amud Rishon, and we are starting three lines from the top. In our sugya. We're in the Sugi of Shinoi Hashem. Rav Yosef taught us a law on yesterday's daf. Rav Yosef taught us Shinoi Hashem is koneh. So the Gemara had a question from a case of beams. A person steals a beam and he puts it into his roof. So now it's thought of as a beam, now it's called roof. And still what's the deen? Halakha says you're allowed to pay back money. Why? Because of Takalata Shavim. The rabbis were concerned that if you're going to have to pay back the beam, no one's going to take down their building. And then if you're not going to be able to make the shuvah, so they did you a favor. But mashma, without takarat shavim, you have to return the actual item itself. Even though you stole beam, now it's called roof. So it's mashma that what? Shinui Hashem is not koneh. That was the question they asked on Nabi Yosef. So on yesterday's half, we saw one answer to the question that a beam is always a beam. And they brought a ayah from a writer that talks about the, the scales prophecy. Which means a shinui Hashem that you're able to revert it back to its original state. That's not considered a shinui Hashem, which means a beam, even though now you're calling it a roof. But if you take it out, you'd be able to bring it back to its original state of a beam, so such a shinui Hashem is not considered a shinui. Look at Rashid and Bizerah Amar Merish haynu ta'ama delo mekanya b'shinui Hashem mishum dehozer libriyatu. Im yisater if you take the building apart havi kishura kedem ikara avar abarzin tulo mikri mashcha once you make it abarzin that mat that the Gemara talked about on yesterday's daf. Once you make it a table mat, it's a table mat. It doesn't go back to be called a piece of leather. And therefore, Shinui Hashem is a conclusive Shinui Hashem. That's why it's koneh in that case. Comes the Gemara and says, "V'Shinui Hashem, Shenu Chazed Briato, Miyave Shinui." You tell me, Shinui Hashem is indeed a Shinui. Let's say a conclusive Shinui Hashem. That changes completely, it doesn't go back. Are you telling me that it's a Shinui and if it's Koneh? Why? Well, what's the question? Vare. Sinor. Okay, we're talking about a pipe for the Mikveh. Pipe to bring water from the Mikveh, from the water to the stream into the Mikveh. Mm-hmm. 
initially the pipe is called, or the piece of wood is called, kitsitsta, a piece of wood. The hashta, now after you hollow it out, tsinora, it's a different name. Betanya, tsinor shahakaka, you took a tsinor, and you chiseled it out, with basof kibaod, and you put it into the mikveh to use it as a pipe, posel it a mikveh, because it's considered a keli, which means you're not allowed to have a keli drawing water into the mikveh, because that's a problem of mayim shi'uvim. So even though you stuck it into the ground, and you want to say maybe it's considered mechobar lekarka, it doesn't matter. Since the water is going to a vessel, therefore it's posel the mikveh. Keva'o, but if you put it in the karka first as a piece of wood, ulbasof hakako, then while it was in the ground, you chiseled it out, eno posel the mikveh, because it's not considered a keli, it's considered already karka. But if you hold that Shinu Yashem is significant, which means, even if you put it in the ground first, but you put a piece of wood in the ground, you put a kitsitsta, now that you chiseled it out, it's a new item. Therefore, it's considered what? A tsinor. And therefore, if you're going to tell me that what? That a shinui Hashem is significant. What's the hiluk between when you put it in the ground, if you chisel it first or not? Let's read the Rashi for the clarity. Rashi says, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After you put it in the ground, you let the water run through it. Why? We understand that. But if you put it in as a wood, then you chiseled it. Because now already this wood has a deen of It's considered just thick ground. Which means the ground has some... Uh, some elevations, right? So when you stick it on the ground, so look at it as if an elevation of the ground. Once already it's considered the grass, but yet to the karka. Now when I make a hole, I'm making a hole in the ground. So then when the water goes through it, it's going to karka. Oh, but wait. If your time is Shinu Yashem is significant, what I put in the ground, I put in the ground, now it's already Tsinura. It's a different item. So therefore, is significant. The it should be considered as if now I'm doing something new, and therefore it should be considered a keli. Therefore, it should be posel the mikveh midin sheuvi. Gemara's question: Shani, Gemara says sheivad midrabanani. You're right. Which means we have a law that says what? If a person takes three log of water in a keli and he puts it in the mikveh, let's say you have a mikveh that's thirty-nine log. You need 40 lugin for 40 se'ah. 40 se'ah. You have, let's say, 40 se'ah minus 3 log. A guy comes along and takes a keli. With 3 log of water and he pours it in. Then is pasul medrabanan. So therefore, you're right. Really, I'll tell you the rabbis were mahbir. It's rabbanan by mikveh. Really, shino is really koneh. And a change is really a change. Uh, but what? Oh, so never thought that's a change. She tell me uh, it should be a problem. The deen of she'iva is only a deen. Rabbanan. So then when they were mahmir, they were mahmir. But in this case over here, they said it's okay. They were only mahmir when you're pouring on, say, in a regular keli. Took a keli and uh, poured it into the mikveh. But here, it's in the ground already. And I made a hole in it. In this case, they're not going to say it's a problem of she'uvin rashi, she'iva. 
You can say that in the case where you put it in the ground first as a piece of wood, and then you were hokek. They weren't strict in that case. Shani she'ivat Rabbanan. Oh, So if they're being lenient, let them be lenient even in the case where you put the keli in the ground. Correct? What was the first part of the Braita? If you were hokek first, and then you put it in the ground, it's, it's a problem of shuvin. Yeah. Wait a minute, if you tell me, anyway, the whole thing is Rabbanan, why were they strict in that case? There we make a gezerah. Because it was a keli already when it was out of the ground. So if I matir this case, I might come to matir a regular taking keli and pouring it into the megvet. So therefore, I'm going to machmir once that a shem keli and you attach it to the ground, it's a problem. Here, when it was talush, it was a piece of wood. So what gizrah can I make with shawuf? Therefore, when I put it in the ground, and then I made hakika, there's no gizrah of shawufid. Therefore, it'll be okay. So they're able to answer this question. It's not a problem of shawufim only when, really, the rabbis only made a decree on regular kelim. Mm-hmm. I take a keli, I fill it up with water, I pour it in the mikveh. To that end, the rabbis were also strict. If I took a keli, I didn't put water in it. I attached it to the ground. Really, it should be okay. Because now it's karka. Still, you know why? Since it had a shem keli, make it gizera. But if it didn't have a shem keli bechlal outside the ground, now I stick it around and I hokek, even though you could argue, oh, shinu yashem. Now it's a new item. The whole deen is the rabbanan in a regular keli. They weren't gozer here. They were only gozer if they had a shem keli and then you attach it. But if it had a shem wood, then you attach it already. The rabbanan did not go so far. Metiveh, the Gemara has another question. Back to the story of Yush. We learned on the earlier daf. Rabbi Yosef held what? Yush enokone. Right? Yush alone is not kone. Metiveh, Haggana, Baggazlan, Ha'anas. Anas is a hamsan. He takes something against somebody's will and pays him money. But the guy really didn't want to sell. So he forced him. We call that Anas. There was another word for it. We call it a hamsan. And she says, Anas? Hamsan, the yahiv dameh. But he pays. Hikdeshan, hikdesh. All these guys, if they make the item hikdesh, it's hal. They stole the item, they made it hikdesh. Utrumatan, Teruma. They stole Perot of Tebeb. They took Teruma from these items. Teruma tan Teruma. Umaserotav. Maaser. Now, you cannot give Maaser or Teruma or Egdesh on an item that doesn't belong to you. Must be it's talking about where the owners made Yush. Ah, so you see what Yush is for She'ela against. Have you said he stole an item and he made it consecrated. He stole, he stole a piece of. Uh, huh? No, no, no. He stole an item. He stole a candy. That is the Egdesh, the Beta Mikdash. Now he has to give it to the Beta Mikdash. So, how are we going to answer this question? Hatam Ika Shinui Hashem. Oh, back to the Shinui Hashem answer. Ikara Tibla Teruma. 
כן, הקדש ועיקרה חולין ואז את ההקדש name change when he's called, what was it called? תבל ואז כל תרומה, שלא יש שמש קונה כמו ייאוש I stole חולין, what is it called now? הקדש ייאוש, with שינוי השם, will be connected. That's from Yosef's answer. This is שינוי השם over here. Continues. אמר רב חזדה, אמר רבי יונתן, מנין שינוי שהוא קונה. Now we're going back to שינוי מעשה. גמרת ג'מסון, ייאוש, תשינוי מעשה, תשינוי השם. So the Gemara says over here, how do you know that שינוי מעשה is קונה? שנאמר, ושיבת הגזלה. מתמוד לומר אשר גזל, נשאול את הפרופ פה פה, אם כעין שגזל יחזיר, ואם לאו דמים בעמה בעשן הומה, וישיב את הגזל אשר גזל, תקוס, מה זה אשר גזל? אם זה עדיין נטק, כמו שאתה נטק, אתה נטק את האייטם, אם אתה נטק את האייטם, אז האייטם נטק את הגזלן, אז הוא נטק את האייטם. גמרא אומר, מה זה אומר? היה אשר גזל מבעי למעוטי גזל אביב. שאינו מוסיף חומש על גזל אביב. We learn a law over here that says if a guy let's say stole, let's say the father stole, and he swore falsely, and then he died. So the son has to pay the gezelah for the father after the father dies. However, he does not have to pay chomesh for the swear that the father made. Let's review. Person, let's say, the father was a shomer. Okay, he was in. He was entrusted with money. The guy came to him. Where's my money back? It got stolen. God stole. Swear that it got stolen. Swear that it got stolen. What happened over there? After he stole and he swore, so now already he died, and it was realized that what the father really had the money. Yeah. So now what's the deen? The child has to make good on the father's. money to pay it, but he does not have to pay the homish for the father. So it says Asher Gazal. So only the one that was Gozel has to pay the homish, but not anybody else. As she says, look at Ashi, Al Gezel Abib. By Gozel, Mephalishta, Afilu Nishba Abib Nesheker, Abal Akirim Mechayev Nekra. Okay, the Gemara is going to learn that the son has to pay, because it's Hadushim itself. What do I have to pay for my father's thievery? That's Hadushim, right? He has to pay, but not for the homish. So how can you lose Asher Gazal for Shinui When we use that Sher Gazal already for a Hadush by the Father. In Ken, Nechtov Rachmana Veshiv et Gezelo. Let it just say Gezelo, his Gezel. And I know to exclude the Father's Gezel, the Son does not have to pay. Homish. Asher Gazal, Lambali Lemechtav. What does it have to say? Asher Gazal. Shema Mina, Tarte. Ella must be coming and telling me. Both Hadushim. That number one, Gezel Abiyim doesn't pay homage to son. And number two, only Asher Gazal. But if it's a Shinui, then you pay. Reverse. How do I know Shinui Maaseh is not Konech? You have to return the Gezelah no matter how it is. What do you mean? Asher Gazal is extra. To teach me only the way you stole it. No. That's to teach me that only on your gaze will you pay homage on the father. So therefore we have, according to one shita, even shinui ma'aseh, eno kone. Ay, asher gazal, 
that's already used for something else. And we don't have two Hedushim. And he doesn't buy into it. could have said Gizhilo. He knows that's not uh, an answer. Therefore, we have a Mahlokan of Shirim Asis Kone'ona. continues on a subject that we were discussing before the Gabay Yehush. We had a Mahlokan amongst the Amoraim. Is Yehush Kone'ona or not? Amar Ullah. <laughs> so Allah wants to bring it out yeah, How do you know that Yehush If the owners made Yehush That the Gazlan Is not Kone Shneemar He brings a Pasuk from Malachi Over there In Malachi's time The Prophet They were bringing Korbanot That had blemishes Ba'alim Mumim So the Pasuk says Vahavetem gazul Veta piseyah Veta choleh They were bringing sacrifices Stolen Piseyah is blemished Choleh is sick. The end of the Pasuk says, God says, Shall I accept such korbanot? So the Gemara says, Gazul dumyad piseyah. The fact that it's putting Gezel in the same Pasuk as a Baal Mum, as a piseyah, we make a connection. Ma piseyah kelal. Just like you can never fix a piseyah, it's a Baal Mum, it'll never be that way for a korban. So to af gazul delet letakanta. So too, when a person steals a korban, so there is no takana. La shena lefnei yehush, la shena achal yehush. That means even after the owner is made yehush, it's still considered stolen, and therefore it's not going to be viable as a korban. So you see that what? Yehush is not koneh. So therefore, if we would say that Yehush is Koneh, so then the, own, then the Gazan owns the Korban, the Chalash should be able to make it Hegdesh. And the fact that you see that the Chachamim said that Gezel and Piseyah are equal, Ma Piseyah let le Takanta, Av Gezel eno Takana, Lashina lefne Yehush, Lashina Bechad Yehush. Rava Amar Mehacha, Rava comes along and says, I have from over here, how do you know Yehush is not Koneh? <coughs> Says in the Pasuk, again by Kurban Ola, <coughs> Kurbano. Actually, the full Pasuk is Im Ola Kurbano. If a person is going to bring a Kurban Ola, so the Gibbara Zores Velo, Hagazul, means has to be his Kurban and not a stolen Kurban. The Gibbara Zores, what's the case? Emat, Ilimad, if they use, if it's told about you stole an animal <coughs> before you use, Peshita. Of course, Pasuk, you cannot bring it. Because a gazlan cannot make a gdesh on an animal that does not belong to him. Lamalikra, it's obvious. Elalav leacharyush. Must be talking about where he stole the animal after yush and the hadush of the Torah is what? Shvamina yush lokani, shvamina. That even though he stole it after yush, meaning he stole it and the guy made yush, the Kara you'd say, oh, maybe he owns it now. If he owns it, he can make a gdesh. Karamashulan korbano. That even after Yehush is not considered his, so therefore you see Yehush is not Kana. What do you mean? The Gebarah says, Rabbi, you yourself on the Amud Lishon answered this question. And you told us, well, actually on yesterday's app, you said, You answered the case was talking about where you didn't steal an animal, you stole an actual Korban that was consecrated already. And therefore, the Hadush of the Torah is that even though it was Hegdesh already, no, it was Yehush. No, the guy didn't make Yehush. It doesn't matter. Hadush is that you stole it, a Qurban that was consecrated already, and you want to bring it for the first guy, it's not going to be uh, uh, accepted. Or the Hadush was that you cannot steal something that's consecrated already, because wherever you stake it, it's up to, it belongs to Bodhi Olam. So therefore, Rava, you're bringing a proof from something that you yourself refuted on the previous daf. 
So Gemara says, look at twins. Either I can say he retracted, he changed his mind. Which means one of the uh, statements that contradict each other, it was Rapapa in the name of Rava. So therefore, Rapapa quoted Rava, you heard that Rava said it, and he quoted it, but really he didn't say it. So therefore, we can answer the stira that one was Rava himself, and one was Rapapa in the name of Rava, and therefore we have no contradiction. We continue the Gemara. We gave a rule in the Mishnah that the law of four and five only applies to short and se. Let's review the law. person steals a short. He steals it, kefil. Right, he gets caught. Let's say it was tabah or machar, after he stole it. He slaughtered it or he sold it. So if it's a shor, he has to pay how much? Four times. Four shivarim. And if he, and, and, and if he steals, I'm sorry, he has to pay hamisha. Uh, but when he steals a sheep, what's the deen say? So he, if he slaughters it or sells it, he has to pay four. That's the deen of arba'ah hamisha. It only applies, the Mishnah says, to Shur, that's it, no other animals. Mashiach and Kifl applies to everything. So the Gibra was, the Mishnah's language was, Mirubah, Midat Tashlumah Kifl, Midat Tashlumah Arba'a V'Hamisha. That there's more applications to the law of Kifl than there is to the law of Arba'a V'Hamisha. Kifl applies to everything. Arba'a V'Hamisha only applies to Shur, that's So comes the Gibra and says, Midat Tashlumah Arba'a V'Hamisha. V'amai. Why are you limiting it to Shor Vesey? Nilaf, Shor, Shor, Meshabbat. Why don't you make a Gezerah Shabbat? Shor, Shor, to Shabbat. Malalan Chayavahov, Kayosebahen, Afkan Chayavahov, Kayosebahen. Just like on Shabbat. It says, Shorecha, Vachamorecha. It cannot do work. It doesn't only mean Shor. He's any animal, Hayav, off as well. So say so too when it comes to the deen of Arba'a Vahamisha, even though Tuna said Shor, it doesn't only mean Shor, or Adin, all animals. Comes again what says, Amara va markera, shor va se, shor va se, shnepe amin, shor va se in, diaharina, lo. If you look in the pasuk, it's good to get this pasuk clear because it says the word shor va se twice. I'll read the pasuk for you. Ki ignov ish, shor, ose, utpaho omekaro, hamisha bakari shem tahat a shor, barbason tahat a se. So since it says shor se, shor se twice, so therefore we learn to teach me only shor se, the law applies to and not to other animals. Now the Gemara is going to go through a long analysis exactly what is the derasha. Amre he miyater. Which shor vese is extra? Is it the first one that's extra? Or is it the second one? Maybe you'll tell me it's the second Shorvese that's extra. Let's read the Pasuk again. The end of the Pasuk says, Hamisha Bakar Yishalem Tahata Shor, Varba Son Tahata Se. Do you want to tell me that that Shorvese is extra? Then Nikhtov Lachman, because the Pasuk just could have written, Ki Yignov Shor Ose. Utpaho Umecharo, Hamisha Bakar Yishalem Tahtav. Just say that four tahtav, five tahtav. What do you have to say? Tahtashor, tahtaseh, all the extra. 
Gemara's no, no, I'm sorry, it's not extra. You need to tell me that. If it wouldn't have written Shorvas in the end, I would have thought that you have to pay which means you steal a shor, you slaughter it, Hamisha Bakar Yishalem, Bakar Yishalem, means nine. Because altogether, the fact that he didn't split it, I would say, maybe if each time you steal one animal and so maybe you got to pay nine animals. So the Gemara said, it did. It said, Hamisha Bakar Varbaa Bakar. Gemara said, can be, Haketiv, Tahtav, Tahtav. Which means, the Pasuk says, Tahtav. Tahtav is, instead of, which means, or in lieu of. It says, Hamisha Bakar Yishalem Tahtav, Varbaa Yishalem Tahtav. Which is mashma five for this, four for that. The word tahtav lechaura takes care of that problem. So comes the Gemara says had tahtav miyater, which is one tahtav is extra because the pasuk just just could have said tahtav uh, once. And the fact that it says tahtav tahtav teaches me what that five for this one and four for that one. I mean the tahtavs are separating the. Payments. Oh, the Gemara says, no, I'm sorry, you can't use Tahta for that. Ahum The Derasha Aharina. No, I need the words Tahta for a different Derasha. The Tanya, Yachol Ganav Shor Shavim Maneh. A guy stole a shor that's, let's say, worth Maneh. Yishalim Tahtav Nechidin. Do you think you could pay back Nechidin? And she says, Giru'in. Which means, I got to pay back, uh, let's say, uh, five animals, right? So I, let's say the, the animal I stole is worth a hundred. You think I can pay back now five animals that are worth uh, nothing? Pennies? Yeah. Cheap? Talmud Omar, Tahtav. Tahtav. It comes and teaches me what? It's got to be Tahtav meaning equal. Okay, good. So therefore Tahtav already is needed. Ela, Shorvis. So therefore, wait. So if Tahtav is already needed. And therefore, Shorvis of the Sefa teaches me to separate. To tell me that why? That it's not nine animals that you have to pay. That you pay five for this and four for that. So therefore I still don't know why only short veseh. Maybe we should learn from Shabbat to teach me all animals. And don't tell me short veseh of the sefa is extra. Because it's not. I learned from Tahtav to teach me the deen of what? Tahtav teaches me that I have to pay back equal to what I stole. If I stole Surat Shavimane, I cannot pay back Garua. Okay, that's Tahtav. And what does uh, Shorvesay teach me? Separate. Five for this one, four for that one, instead of paying nine. So where do I know that only Shorvesay? Ela Shorvesay de Resha miyutar. Oh. The short verse in the beginning of the pasuk is extra. The nichtov rachmanat, what the pasuk should have just written, ki ignov ish utpacho umecharo. Hamisha bakay yishlam tachat ashor ve'arba arson tachat haseh. Which we just say in the beginning of the pasuk, ki ignov ish utpacho umecharo. And then I know from the end of the pasuk, hamisha tachat ashor. That means he stole ashor. And arba tachat haseh. I know he stole haseh. We have to tell the midrasha from the sefa. I know what the case is talking about. And they said an extra. Must be to tell me only short verseh and nothing else. No good. He katav rachman ha'achev. The Torah will say this. Havamina adganiv tre v'tabach lehu. I would say that maybe 
the only time you're going to have to pay is when you stole two items and you slaughtered them. Because the Pasuk says, Ki, um, read it like this, the Pasuk is, Ki yignov ish utpacho umecharo. And then the other Pasuk says, you pay five for this and four for that. So I say, maybe the only time you have this deen is when you stole both. When you stole both and you slaughtered both. Yeah. Okay, then already the deen applies. How do I know that the law applies even if you did one? one. one. Oh, that's why I say shor vese. They tell me even if you did shor or se. But from the fact that if you don't put shor and se in the beginning, I would think that only unless you took the stole the shor and you stole the se and you slaughtered both of them. Number says, what do you mean? Utpaho ketiv. Mehad. It doesn't say utpaho, it doesn't say it in plural. Utpahum. It doesn't say it in plural. It's utpaho. Smash all you have to do is slaughter it. one of them. It. So the Gemara is fine. The Emma at the Ganif Tarvayu, Umezbin Lehu, Umach Umezbinu. So maybe I'll tell you what's going on on selling. That you're not chayav until you steal both and you sell both. The Gemara says Umcharo Ketiv. Again, it says utpaho Umecharo. Mecharo is also single. Lehad. The Emma Abamina at the Ganif Tre. Maybe I'll tell you the pasuk means steal both items, slaughter one and sell one, and then you be hayav. says, Again, it says or you sold it, so it cannot mean you slaughtered and sold. Oh, the akati still have amina adigarif tervayu. The tabahad umeshayir had. Maybe I'll tell you the you stole both, and you sold one and left one, or you slaughtered one and left one. And maybe that's the only time you're going to be Hayav. And therefore, that's what a Pasuk had to write in the Resha, Shor Oseh, to teach me, a Shor alone, one, and you slaughtered it, or sold it, or a Seh alone. So they were back to the question, what part of the Pasuk is extra to teach me only Shor Veseh and nothing else? We tried to say Shor Veseh De Sefa. No, didn't work out. So we tried to say Shor Veseh De Resha. Didn't work out. So the Yomarach concludes, Ela Shor De Sefa Veseh De Resha Miyater. One from each. Which means the Shor of the Sefa and the Seh of the Resha those are extras. Why? The Nikhtov Rahman of the Pasuk could have settled all our issues by writing the following. Ki yignov ish shor utbaho umecharo. And I would have learned what? That you got to steal a shor. Okay? And even for one shor that you slaughtered it or sold it. So I know that rule from the word shor. Hamisha bakay shalem tahtav. The arba son tahataseh. And that would teach me that it's separate. That each animal gets one payment is a five payment, one animal is a four payment. What did you have to tell me? Shor of the uh, sefer for the resha and uh, shor for the sefa. Shor the sefa the sefer the resha lamali. Shvamina shor the sein midiharina lo. Everyone comes and teaches me that the law of arba'ah which only applies to shor the and nothing else.